Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. I come from the religious tribes uh, based in the American Restoration Movement in the early 1800s. The movement was based on a call to restore the ancient order of things, in other words, to restore New Testament Christianity, the Christian Christianity that you find in the first century. Three of the leaders of this movement were Barton W. Stone, Alexander Campbell, and Walter Scott. And they felt that unity could only be established if one's faith and practice was based in the Bible and the Bible only. And the three of them were set apart because they identified themselves as rejecting the idea of a trinity, that God is three persons. And they called it something quite a bit different. Their perception was that uh, as they studied their Bible, they said that the Trinity as the internal nature of one God, the internal nature of one God. They felt that God was not a God of three persons, but it was the internal nature of God that we see as Jesus Christ or as the Holy Spirit or as God the Father. This religious error in their mind, the the idea of a trinity, may have been based on a series of translation mistakes of the word person. The word person uh, in this context was not used to speak of God until after the New Testament was translated from Latin uh, into, uh, I'm sorry, was translated from Latin into English. Uh, How did this happen? Uh, The Greek word for the nature of God was translated uh, personae. Personae, uh, try it again, which is Latin for mask or manifestation. That's what the word uh, that they translated into Latin was, uh, that they picked it up. And it, uh, and I don't know Latin, so I assume that it, uh, from what I'm reading, it was, it was uh, not an individual as much as it was a manifestation or a mask like an actor would wear. And that word then, when it was used in the Latin to translate it into the English, was transliterated, uh, and it was not picked up from the original idea of a mask or a manifestation, but it was translated as as person. And I can see why, because uh, if you transliterate it, it does look like the word person. They transliterated the Latin word, and uh, rather than use the original Greek meaning that God is not a person, in other words, the words to the favorite song that you would, you would hear, God in three persons, would actually be, truthfully, God in three manifestations. What's the big deal in all of this? The idea that God is one God was so important to the Restoration Movement uh, fathers. Uh, I, I use that word, leaders. Uh, might be better. Deuteronomy 7, 4 said, Hear, O Israel, The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Why is it important? 
Martin W. Stone was more explicit, and he was uh, very, very adamant in his denial about the doctrine of the Trinity than Alexander Campbell was. But uh, he wrote in uh, the Address to the Christian Churches in Kentucky, Tennessee, and Ohio on several important doctrines of religion concerning Trinitarianism. And in that, uh, he was adamant that... Uh, it was not God in three persons, but God in three manifestations, if you will, or something other than what what we see uh, 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 taught today in, in this, uh, this doctrine of the Trinity. Campbell took a, a slightly different position on it, where he said that, that uh, Jesus was not actually uh, uh, from the beginning, that it was Logos, the Word, was from the beginning and was with God, and that Jesus was born and came into being at the uh, at the incarnation when he became uh, man. Campbell taught it uh, differently, but he also did contend that the word, uh, the concept of uh, the uh, God in three persons, was incorrect. Regardless of whether they were right or wrong, now here's the point of this whole this whole video. Were they right in how they pursued it? And the answer is absolutely not. No, they were not right in what they did. These leaders chased after countless people in their periodicals to correct them into what is their perceived truth. They debated those who did not share their views, and they had a reputation of being aggressive in the defense of their view of who God really was. What is more pressing? When I met, uh, ran into the teachings uh, year, several years ago of Patrick Mead, I was not right in pursuing uh, a lot of doctrinal points. I was too aggressive. I would go after people. I would do things that were just not, not appropriate to prove that I was right, that my understanding of the Bible was correct. And when Patrick, uh, and here's a good example of some of the teachings that I learned uh, as, as, after I encountered him. Uh, see Matt, uh, see uh, Patrick's YouTube midweek lesson on December of 2021 regarding Romans 14. Marvelous, marvelous. Well worth your time to look that up and, and, and watch it. I, I stayed up one time to show you how warped I was. I stayed up one time into the wee hours of the morning preparing to study with a primitive Baptist preacher. And when I went to him, I slaughtered him uh, theologically in my mind. And he said to me, why do you bother? There's so few of us. And I, you know, I took that as, oh, well, well you know, it, it, it's not uh, who's right, it's what's right. You know, that was the view I had. And I, and I was willing to be aggressive and to go against him. But is that the way? Is this idea of, 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 of being right so important that we would sacrifice people for it? Obviously not. Uh, in, this, in his weekly video of the Midweek Bible Study of December 2021, Patrick brought this home to me. And it was a, it was a, a valid uh, thing that I needed to learn, and I have since uh, applied it. Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. Accept the one whose weight, faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. Romans 
I'd seen that verse before. It wasn't something new to me, but I don't think I'd really seen that verse before. And that that uh, idea of accepting somebody's uh, faith in their even if they're wrong uh, was 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 new to me. Well, what's a disputable matter? Uh, well, there you go. Uh, you know, it's some things the doctrine are so important. You know, the communion, how you worship, and uh, the song, the way you sing songs. Uh, those are not disputable matters uh, in my my view. I had, and and that's not true. What is a disputable matter? It's a matter that we dispute. It's I come down on one side of a position, you come down on another, and we disagree with one another. That's a disputable matter. And what's Paul say? Accept one another. Accept one another. Don't beat one another up. The world is views Christianity today, sadly, as adversarial against one another they they're not unified we're not together we're not one one body of believers so what is a disputable matter anything that we we disagree on anything we dis- disagree with one another on other than the deity of Jesus Christ who is weak it doesn't matter who's weak it doesn't make any difference who's it it's uh, it's a matter of of being accepting of the other person in this chapter we neither we, we see that neither view is is important uh, as he goes through all of the things about uh, days that are special and meat sacrifice to idols and all of those sorts of things so often we humans though we get, we need to be right we need to be uh, on the correct side of uh, what's what's true and and I even though I might say, well, I, I accept that brother so and so or sister so and so and what she's saying, but I don't really, because I'm must, I'm I'm in my mind I'm I'm standoffish. I'm saying I'm staying away. I, I I don't open up my arms of fellowship because you know I'm right and they're wrong, and uh, that is uh, that is uh, so incorrect. And that's something. It's a hard lesson for me to learn. Listen to this. Listen to this carefully. There is no need for you to try to convince me. Also, there is no need for me to try to convince you of anything that's of a religious doctrinal uh, disagreement. Paul said, I know nothing except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I've been blessed by some very gifted Bible teachers before, and and I always made it a point to try my best to find at least one point of which I disagreed with that person. The idea being is I, I don't want to follow a person. And that though that may be a lofty goal, I think what it tended to do was it made me think, uh, well, uh, uh, they're right everywhere but where I, I disagree with them. And there we go. I start, I start this idea of even with a gifted Bible teacher trying to teach, uh, trying to hold a different view than them. And we won't even go into what some of those were. But uh, I, I felt it was healthy to disagree. But uh, between, uh, between you and me, I think uh, it was uh, a little bit arrogant on my part. Patrick brought up in that lesson that I want to I want to end with this idea in Romans 14 verse 22 the first half so whatever you believe about these things keep between yourself and God 
we are we are not to be aggressively attacking other people's doctrine. That's not what it's about. Take it to God and just discuss it with God. That's okay. His his shoulders are big, and and you know so and so is mistreating me because he does, I've I've got this view and they don't agree with me and just talk it over with God. Uh, whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. We are never to put a stumbling block in front of anyone. A stumbling block is something where you cause people to withdraw from Jesus, not that we just disagree on something. My impact uh, on this was my closest childhood friend. I went after him aggressively over an issue, a doctrinal issue, and it alienated us for years, and it was such a mistake, and it was my own arrogance and ignorance that caused that, that problem. We since have reconciled and things are, are good again, but but I think I, I think it's important that we personally accept this as uh, being a call to not not try to convince other people of how, what you believe on religious doctrines. We'll end it with this idea: Do I disagree or agree with Patrick concerning the Trinity? Why don't you ask God? He knows. God bless you.